Family, welcome to the Coach Silver Podcast. I hope I catch you in good spirits and all is well in life. And if you're going through some struggles, hey, just remember, it'll all work out in the end. I want to thank you all for the positive feedback, whether it's online or in person. It just feels good to be working my purpose in helping people because that's what this podcast is for just to hopefully give people something to to make their day better and get them just something to think about and if you want to ask any questions or uh, talk to me about it at the end i'll be giving you all my social media and ways to contact me okay but what i want to talk about on the on this episode is emotional maturity Okay, emotional maturity is very important. And it seems to be a lack of emotional maturity. Whether I'm hearing it from the ladies saying men are not mature emotionally, men saying that about women, um, needing to be more mature at work. You know, maturity and emotional maturity is something that's really big now. And it's something that People are just scratching their head because they don't understand why people are not more emotionally mature or not on the same emotional maturity level as them. Now, the first thing to emotional maturity is you choose your words carefully before you respond. A lot of people tend to just respond in conversations to people with whatever pops in their heads without thinking. But taking the time to breathe and think before you respond, shows you're mature and in control. In business and life, things can be shifted by just taking some time and thinking things through and coming up with the right thing to say. At the end of the day, we're all just trying to navigate through life without through conversation. And trust, everyone is listening close to every word you say. And the worst thing you can do is speak out and burn bridges. So, Choosing your words carefully is very important. We've all run across people who you can see the wheels turning and you know they're thinking before they speak. So that's the type of person you need to be because that's a sign of emotional maturity is choosing your words carefully before you respond. The next one is emotional intelligence. If you understand your emotions and why you feel a certain way, you can understand other people's emotions and how to help them through the good and bad times. A recent study determined there are over 27 different emotions that the everyday person deals with, and they try to control them all. Now, some examples of emotions are anxiety, awe, disgust, pain, excitement, fear, interest, relief, romance, sexual desire. You know, these are all emotions and you probably didn't know that some of these are emotions and there's others. And with so many emotions, no wonder people react the way they do. Don't try and master your emotions, just the reactions to them and know that having emotions is a way of life. And one of the keys to great relationship is to be intelligent with, intelligent with your emotions. And not to let your emotions run people away from you. So emotional intelligence is important. And controlling emotions is important to emotional maturity. And it's a a constant work in progress. 
But like I said, it's your reaction to the emotions that's important because you're going to feel all of those emotions. You can't stop from feeling those emotions, but your reactions is what you can control. You appreciate the small things in life is another sign of emotional maturity. As you get older and more mature, you develop a new perspective on what's important and you stop and enjoy where you are and not where you're going. You appreciate what you have because little things like spending time with loved ones is priceless. You still dream big, of course, but you're happy and love all the blessings along the way because things could always be worse. Enjoy the small moments in life because they make up the majority of what it means to be alive. Now, I'm not saying don't work on your purpose. By all means, do. But at the same time, appreciate the journey. Enjoy life. I mean, that's my hashtag. Hashtag enjoying life. Sip on that wine. Smoke on that cigar. Sit and watch TV. Whatever it is. But just appreciate life and live it to the fullest. Okay? Now, another sign of most maturity is you know when to quit. And when to keep pushing. Knowing when to be strategic in life is a sign of emotional maturity, not in a negative way, but in a way where you know it's okay to lose a battle, but to later win the war. You know who you are and the limits of your capabilities and can assess your chances of success and to know when it's time to go in another direction. Having the capability to be strategic is one of the main reasons humans are at the top of the food chain. We have emotional maturity, and that allows us to separate ourselves from other species. Okay, being strategic separates us from other species. That's why we are the human race that we are. So knowing when to quit and when to keep pushing and when to be strategic in your life and when to lose one is very important when it comes to emotional maturity. Your mind is no longer a dark and chaotic place. Uh oh, here we go. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right. Your mind is not a hindrance to your well-being and you are able to focus on solutions to problems rather than past traumatic events and, and things that have really affected you in a negative way. People that meditate, pray or read a lot tend to be more mature and you met people like that. And also, mental health is very important. Being able to control your mind is one of the most important things to being emotionally mature. Knowing you need help and seeking out for mental issues is also very important. Because how can you live your life if you can't control your mental? And what I mean by mind by your mental is your mental state. You have to be able to be in a good mental state to survive and live. And to deal with others and help others. So going to get help is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. If you're dealing with mental issues, go get help. Okay? You can't have your mind a hindrance and be emotionally mature. So let's, if you're suffering from mental illness right now and you got issues, I, I mean, I've gotten mental health. I've been to therapy. And 
I'm encouraging you to do so too. So if you listen to this and you know you really need to go, then go. Do what you got to do. But take care of yourself. But your mind is no longer a dark and chaotic pace. And it's, no, it's not a hindrance to your mental health. All right. Next one is you take feedback constructively instead of personally. Oh, here we go. Constructive criticism. Now, you will always have criticism, but being able to spot when it's constructive is key to being mature. There is always some truth to be found in the most heated hater of you or your work. Trust me, there's always some truth to be found in it, whether you admit to it or not. And being able to pull out the gold nuggets that will help you grow is an art in dismissing the assholes who are out to destroy you. Without them even knowing it. Don't let them know. Dismiss them. But you ain't got to let them know you dismiss them. Just dismiss them. Now, that is key. Because they don't deserve your they don't deserve your response. Time, effort. And you don't want to convert them to your way of thinking. thinking. Let them think the way they want to think. Okay? But being emotionally mature is being able to recognize constructive criticism and use it. And to make yourself better. Okay. Another part of emotional maturity is. You can communicate effectively. Now here we go. I've all I've been talking about communication. Pretty much every podcast episode. And it's, it's very important. And we all know communication is, is important. And being able to communicate your wants and desires in business and relationships is paramount to success. And you can't be mad at someone. Now, now listen closely. You can't be mad at someone if you haven't communicated to them exactly what they're doing wrong. Don't expect people to miraculously make the right calls and adjustments to their behavior to match your uncommunicated expectations. Okay. In a nutshell, what that means is you have to let them know what they're doing wrong. Okay, you can't expect them to to understand, you know, mind reading kind of thing. You have to communicate effectively. Okay, and don't get mad if they don't they don't get it if you don't explain it well. So effective communication is a big part of emotional maturity. The next one is you admit when you're wrong and take responsibility. Now, this is a big one also of emotional maturity. For some reason, admitting you were wrong leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. But admitting you were wrong is the first step of maturity. People want to be right at the expense of their relationships with their significant others. Trust me, I've been there. Being able to see you are wrong and changing course for the betterment of your job, passion, and relationships. But you head of the bullheaded fool who just runs into the china shop. You have to be the bigger person and say to yourself, sometimes, I'm wrong. Now, in my past relationship, you know, when I was married, I've been divorced. We were both like that, just trying to prove that we were right. And neither one of us was ever wrong. 
And it was one of the main factors of our relationship breaking down. Something as simple as being wrong and taking responsibility. Now, it's not easy. Okay, but, you know, like I said earlier, it's hard for people to say they're wrong and take responsibility. But, you know, when you do that, it makes the other person feel comfortable. Okay, especially when you're wrong. Take responsibility. And another thing, when you take responsibility and you apologize, apologize the right way. Okay, don't give this half-assed apology. I'm sorry for whatever made you upset. I'm sorry if what I said made you upset. Those aren't apologies. And that's going to make the situation worse because it's like you're just dismissing the person. Like, fine, I'll give you the apology. Just go your ass away. Okay, don't do that. Whether it's at work, whether it's in relationships, whether it's with your children. Okay, there's nothing wrong with admitting you're wrong to your children. All right. Some people don't want the children to ever see that they've made a mistake and that they're wrong and they will lie. But trust me, them kids see that you, you're wrong and they know you're wrong. So when you admit you're wrong to your kids, it goes a long way. Trust me, I have admitted I was wrong to my kids and it's worked out great. So admitting when you are wrong and taking responsibility is a big, big part of being emotionally mature. And when you find someone like that, they tend to be emotionally mature in other areas, too. OK. Now, the next one is I want to talk about is when you're okay with being vulnerable. When you're okay with being vulnerable, we are built to not be vulnerable, especially men, because we just want to be hard. We got to be hard. We can't be vulnerable. That's a sign of weakness. But the sign of maturity is expose yourself to emotional damage and being okay with whatever happens. If you think about it, you're only making yourself stronger by doing this. Vulnerability is showing up when we have no control over the outcome. So in life, I know you've probably been vulnerable to someone and they took advantage of you. And it didn't turn out right. It, and it was a horrible experience. And you told yourself you'd never be vulnerable again. But But you can't be that way. You can't go through life not being vulnerable and inspect healthy relationships with people you work with, your children, and your, your significant other. So, and I'm going to tell you, men, we're the biggest ones in that. And, you know, when men get together, we, you know, and my men out there, we can attest to this. We, we, we act like everything is good. You know, I'm straight. My job is straight. My relationship's straight. You know, my money's straight. And we'll, we'll tell you, all the good things that's going on, you know, all these different things. Oh, man, I'm getting, I got this promotion, I'm doing this. But we don't tend to tell the stuff that's behind the scenes, the vulnerable stuff. So as men, we need to be more vulnerable to each other, men to men. Now, I know y'all might think that's some feminine stuff, but it's not. Because as men, you need someone that you can be vulnerable to and you can tell your problems to and you can do these things. You know, I've got two good friends and I can be vulnerable with them and I know I won't be taken advantage of. I can be vulnerable with my girlfriend. OK, I've been more vulnerable than anyone else in my life and she hasn't thrown it in my face. And she's been vulnerable to me, too. So another aspect is when someone is vulnerable to you, respect that. 
Don't turn it around and throw it in their face later on when they're vulnerable and tell you something that, that's going on with them. But don't bring it back up in the argument. Okay, respect the fact that they trust you enough to be vulnerable. And my men, I'm calling on you. Hey, let's be more vulnerable out there. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. Okay, just showing up, being vulnerable, and you can still be strong. And let's, and my men, let's go. Let's be, you know, emotional, mature. The next one is you expose yourself to different points of view in order to grow. As we grow as a person, we take on certain points of view and surround ourselves with like-minded people to the point where we don't sometimes have friends of different groups. We tend to keep to ourselves or keep to the, the people that look like us or like us. But being open to different points of view will help you make better informed decisions. Okay, you need to have a, a friend that's not in your same racial group. Okay, not for the sake of, oh, that's my black friend or that's my white friend. No, because the different races and they have different cultures. You know, someone from down south, from someone up north, and in exposing you to all of that and the different points of views makes you a better person. Now, you ain't always got to agree with the point of views of these people, you know, certain of different friends and everything. But sometimes you can get them nuggets out there, them golden nuggets, you know. And the fact that you're willing to expose yourself to different points of view and listen and not be rigid in your views and it's my way or the highway that shows that you're emotionally mature. So that is a big part of being emotionally mature, that you're able to accept other people for the way they are, their point of views. You allow them to be them and you be you. But expose yourself to different points of views in order to grow is a true sign of someone being emotionally mature. Now, let me tell you, emotionally mature people tend to be happier, live longer lives because, you know, they turn their happiness into sharing and generosity with other people. I mean, they offer helpful services to others to spread their own wealth or joy in ways that circle back them, make their lives have value and meaning. Okay. Whenever you see a person and he's donating to a charity, he's giving money to someone's homeless, he's helping someone out, uh, he's giving advice, he's doing all these things, that's a sign of an emotionally mature person. Okay, Someone that's not emotionally mature is not going to be doing those things. They're going to be out taking care of themselves, just doing things for them. But someone that's emotionally mature it's going to help other people because they know it's going to make their lives better. It's going to come back to them, karma. And they also know that they're helping other people and it makes them feel good. And it's sort of like what I do with this podcast. You know, I'm putting this podcast out, cast out to help other people. It's not really for me, even though some things I need to get off my chest, but Emotionally mature people tend to live happier and longer lives. So being, you know, striving to be emotionally mature might, might just make you live longer. Who knows? We'll see. Try it out. I also believe that you have to learn to be emotionally mature. 
Okay, you got to have emotionally mature role models. So it's always good to have a mentor. Someone is emotionally mature. They can show you what emotional maturity is. Because a lot of times growing up, we don't have that. You don't have that father figure, that mother figure. You don't have that emotionally mature person in your life. Okay, growing up, you know, you've seen your, your mother struggling and different things and, and, and your father this and that and acting a certain way. And it just was emotionally mature. Okay, so sometimes you got to, if you can't get it from your family and friends, I mean, from your family at growing up, you might have to reach out to friends. Okay, and I surround myself with emotionally mature people because I think that's the best way to be. And someone that's not emotionally mature, they tend not to be my friend. I have to be their friend, but they have to be, you know, they're my friend across the street. They're an associate. So if you don't know how to be emotionally mature and you want to be emotion, more emotionally mature, because you know you know his benefits to it, then seek out a, a role model. Okay, that someone's emotionally mature that can talk to you about being emotionally mature. I mean, it it's just gonna make your life better. Okay, because I think being emotionally mature is a very important part of living the best life you can have. Now, I'd be curious to know, you know, what do you think? These are just some of the things that, that were on my mind about emotionally mature. And I'm sure there's other things out there being emotionally mature. But I really think that these are the, the top key things that you need in your life to be emotionally mature. And I just appreciate you. I appreciate all your feedback. And I hope that this will spur a conversation where people will be thinking about emotional maturity and what it means to be emotionally mature. Okay. Now I didn't want to go into what's not emotionally mature behavior. I didn't want to do that. Okay. I wanted to keep this positive. What, what is emotional maturity? What is that kind of behavior? I mean, I can talk for two hours about things that are, that are not emotionally mature and he's this and he's that. But when you speak negativity, it comes back to you. So once again, I want to just thank you for listening to the Coach Civil Podcast. Um, it's coming to an end. And I hope that and pray that you got something for this. Um, any feedback you want to give, you can you can leave a voice message on this. You can leave uh, messages. Um, make sure you reach out to me. Um, you know, I'm on uh, IG coach silver fox and you can leave me messages there i'm on twitter as coach silver fox my gmail is coach silver at gmail.com you can definitely leave me some some questions there and i will answer all your questions and you can find the podcast on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify anchor Podcasts, all the platforms that have podcasts on them you can find me there and I'm also, if you have a topic or something you want to talk about and you want to come on and we can discuss it, by all means, reach out. Let's just keep moving forward because it's all about life, love and relationships and having healthy, a healthy life, healthy love and relationships. I appreciate you. I hope you have 
a wonderful, wonderful life. And if you're going through some things, I hope you get through them. But just remember, at the end of the day, everything will work out. I appreciate you. Thank you. Peace.